Think of that. Turned loose. Oh. Turned loose. Oh. Oh. Think of that. Turned loose. Oh. Turned loose. Think of that. Turned loose. Turned loose. Kissing the butt pull rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> the godfather of gash. <laughs> Along with uh, one half of the interdimensional species, Aaron. <laughs> Elena, once again, has passed away. <laughs> yeah. Second time in second time in a few weeks. <laughs> in a couple weeks. Yeah. You died with her the last time. <laughs> and of course we have former intercontinental champion. For fifteen minutes. For fifteen minutes. You heard about that? What happened there? No. We haven't explained that in great detail more than one time on this show. <laughs> I don't think well, so. Well, I'll tell you, it was it was in a um, a house show in Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> Chuck was enhancement talent. Jobber, Jabroni. And he was fighting the honky tonk man. For the Intercontinental Championship. And uh, Chuck, uh, he ducked a punch and snuck around and rolled up Honky. And Honky was on a lot of pills. <laughs> and Honky fell asleep while he was in the roll-up in the schoolboy. And I, had, and and I forgot had to, to kick out. I had to sell it. And and the referees can't have to count. And so for 15 minutes, he was the Intercontinental Champion. That's pretty great. And they came out and uh, put some smelling salts underneath Honky's eyes. Under nose. Why would they put him under his ass? I don't know. It doesn't matter why they would do that, but they put him <laughs> under his nose. And uh, then uh, Vince reordered the match to be, to be restarted, and uh, Honky shot on uh, <laughs> on Taters over here. What was your gimmick then? What was your name? I was uh... below average Mike Jones. <laughs> I think that was it. Okay. We'll go with that. And uh, <laughs> The kettlebeller. That's it. <laughs> the catamaran? The Catalina caper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was. I had a cape with a wine glass on it. Yeah. It was they, the Catalina they, wine They restarted mixer. the match and, uh, and made it a no disqualification match. This was no holds barred. <laughs> they, uh, immediately, immediately, why there would be a barbed wire baseball bat just underneath a regular ring, I don't know. I think I got set up. I, I feel like <laughs> it seems like it. But it seems like anytime you go looking for something underneath a ring, whatever it is, is there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I need a barbed wire baseball bat. Schwammo. It's right there. <laughs> it's like the room of requirement in uh, Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> you need something. <laughs> Reach underneath there. Yeah, and you go in there, and then and Honky pulled out. Not only did he pull out a barbed wire baseball bat, he stuck his guitar that he always carried around with him under there and pulled it back out, and it was wrapped in barbed wire. It was like there was a small man underneath there wrapping things in barbed wire. <laughs> then he gave me the shake, rattle, and roll, and it was uh, <laughs> through a glass quite table. painful. Through a glass table on top of Kamala. If you can imagine the pain of landing on top of Kamala, the Ugandan giant. 
And then then he ate off half of uh, the Kamal ate off half of uh, Chuck's left hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that explains and that. And then then he pinned him one two three in the middle of the ring. Chuck was counting the lights, and uh, that was the end of his reign. It's a brutal fifteen minute. <laughs> wishes wishes it would have never happened. You can read about it in his biography. I can't wait. Chuck Kenna hardly knew me. <laughs> What's the uh, almost did a spit take? <laughs> You guys didn't hear at the beginning of the episode that was overselling by Lex Luger. That's you a could, poem. You could, you could step on his toe. <laughs> no! Oh! <laughs> Got he a also, parking ticket. Oh! He also had a penchant for touching his dick yeah. back in the day. Oh, he did, actually. He was always touching his wiener. Yeah. I need to find this. Okay, well. Is there, is there, there's, a super cut? there's a super cut of Lex Luger touching his doll. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the uh, mystery science of uh, the wrestling there that's on YouTube? The mystery oh, uh, science? Yeah, it's like the mystery oh. science theater. Oh, uh, uh, world famous flea market. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen uh, Honky Tonk Man on that one? <laughs> no. Break, it'll break your heart. Is he that bad? No, he's great. He's, well, just, I mean, he's just wearing baller shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> he's in his 60s. The man wear what he wants. I guess so. <laughs> hey, it didn't make me sad. It's triumphant. <laughs> he didn't take one bump. <laughs> he didn't take one bump. No, he won't sell for anybody. <laughs> nope, didn't. I'm honking. Not man. one bit. He didn't even take a full bump when he did the shake rattle and roll. He just went down to his knees. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, here's a supercut of Lex Luger touching his dingus. So, no, oh, really. And he screams every time he touches himself. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with Lex Luger? That's the tagline here. There's there he goes. Oh, there dick it is. touch. Yeah. Just kind of bi- kicks just out, bops it, and then he bop. gets up, bops his wiener. Yep, gives a little bop. What, what song is playing with this? Oh, of course Perfect. this is playing. Wonderful. He's gonna get suplexed into the ring. As soon as he lands, touches the old wiener. 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 Is he wearing purple trunks there? Wiener <laughs> Every time <laughs> That's great Why don't wear a jock strap <laughs> You touch it what, what you go? There he is <laughs> <laughs> For some reason It was an obsession of his I mean he probably has A sweet peen Can you guess thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that It's probably Shrunk up from are you going to, you going to years, sit here in front of, of God and everyone abuse. and say that Lex Luger, the total package, doesn't have that package? Has never, has, has been doing steroids. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How did, dare you besmirch the good name of the horse-faced gremlin? He did. He did all the steroids. I don't believe it. <laughs> I will never believe it. Is that, oh, the old backslide. Tully? The old Tully taking a, a, taking a, a bump. Drop. <laughs> what was him and Orrin Anderson in? Uh, they were the uh, Brain Busters. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. That was a great name, and they were awesome. You shut your mouth. <laughs> What's in a name anyway? You could have called them the Tiddly Wink Faggot <laughs> Crew, and they'd still come out in their fucking Letterman jackets, and they'll bust your ass. The Tiddly Wink Faggot Crew. <laughs> anyway, that's gold. <laughs> gold, Jerry. Lex Luger screamed a lot And he touched his wiener Whenever he was in the ring And he was Masterful on that mic oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of One person better Than Lex Luger I don't know Cutting Jumping promos. Jeff uh, Farmer he Jumping was, Jeff Farmer Yeah <laughs> Yep Yep <laughs> I'm not happy When things don't go My Way <laughs> 
Jeff, Jeff just had uh, he had Tourette's. <laughs> oh, Lex, you screwed me, Motley Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Wrong camera. Let, Let me, me tell, tell you, you something, Motley Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that guy had the greatest name ever, Motley Cruz. It's a great man. It's a C R U Z. I'm assuming. Yeah. Probably he was yeah. probably a Mexican. Anyway, what's been going on, guys? Uh, anything happened this week? <laughs> Speaking of Mexicans, Aaron's cutting a lot of grass over there. Sure is. <laughs> well, he doesn't want them coming and taking, the, taking all the good, all those good high paying grass cutting jobs. <laughs> he's got next thing. He's going to be, uh, you know, a potato shaker. He's shaking the potatoes so somebody can come up behind him and pick them. Good, huh? Is that Good a thing morning. that people do? I guess. I've heard. Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a better job than picking the potatoes, like digging yeah, the potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Just go by and shake the potatoes. Yeah. Hey. But they're under the ground, aren't they? Or are they potato trees now? <laughs> no, they grow above, I think. No, don't they're, they? they're a tuber. No, you got to. Yeah, you got to. Gonna dig the taters. Right? Maybe I'm making this up. I don't know. <laughs> you know so much about so many things. <laughs> <laughs> hot potatoes. I'm starting to think you're a fraud. You don't know anything about the main thing from your from your ancestral homeland. <laughs> that was given to us. We saw you. <laughs> I think we started growing them there. <laughs> I mean, I got to be honest, not to besmirch my own race, but Jesus Christ, we lived on an island. How come we were all fucking starving? We couldn't fish during the potato famine? Come on. We're what, were the seas overfished? Jesus. <laughs> we're all starving. We're surrounded by seawater. <laughs> starving to it's death. It's the most fertile ocean in the world. Why are we all starving? I'm starving to death. Maybe I should drink more. <laughs> well, that's what they did. That's what the reason the famine happened. Got really cold, started to snow. Oh, potatoes all died. Actually, potatoes all died first. Then it got cold, and they had the worst winter in like a hundred years or some shit. Then Irishmen being Irishmen, they were like, "Well, we we're might as well celebrate." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really fucking snowing out there. Somebody hit me let's my have mandolin. a party. Yeah, give me that whiskey. Let's let's do this upright. <laughs> Too drunk, get on the boat. <laughs> I was hoping to be here today. Brian, bring that sloop around. <laughs> We're going to get some fish. Kaploosh, he's dead. <laughs> I wanted Elena to be here today because I want to talk to her about one particular character in 13 Reasons Why. I don't know, so I haven't because I haven't watched it. So there's a Mexican kid that couldn't be less than 46 years old that plays a 16 year old, <laughs> and he just appears <clears throat> everywhere as though he's the Joker in Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's everywhere. Like, wasn't that the coolest thing, though, in Arkham Knight? Yes. Where he'd be, like, swinging through, and he'd be sitting there. <laughs> what are you doing, Batman? <laughs> Gee, get bats. That's not bad. That was pretty good. Do a whole soliloquy. <laughs> I'd like to read tweets. And sing. <laughs> I'd like to read tweets as fucking Joker like he did. <laughs> read Trump tweets as the Joker. Have you heard that? I have heard oh, it. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. I masturbated to it. Cummed all over myself. <laughs> I like when he does that thing where he starts dragging about midway through, and then he ends up. He's like, "Good God, Bats. you know. And then he like finishes his all his fucking dialogue in uh, every arc was great. Jesus, Harold. <laughs> uh. No, but Arkham Knight especially because they finally cut him loose and he could say whatever he wanted, and it got pretty blue at some points. He's, you know, he started saying suggestive, suggestive shit and cussing and all kinds of stuff. Great fucking game. Yeah, it was fun. Fun game. Greatest game of all time? No. 
Yeah, everybody knows Metal Gear is the best game. I've never played Metal, <laughs> Metal Gear. Gear, actually. I think okay. it might I be I meant to say Twisted Metal. It's probably my favorite uh, trilogy video of video yeah, games. I'd, I'd say Wasn't that. it a quadrilogy? No, no. I'd, well, that, that fourth one was isn't part of the... Bioshock. Bioshock would be my favorite. Uh, Even though it's Bioshock great, 2 is... Uh, it's, it's okay, but it's just... It's kind of like pointless. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the first the uh, the the bookend games, let's say Bioshock and then Bioshock Infinite, tie into each other, mm-hmm. and Bioshock Two has nothing to do with those. So. You know, a game I really liked that I think only me and you liked, probably only me and you like, only me and you played, <laughs> La Noir. Oh, La Noir. Yeah, was I wanted great. to check that out. I loved it. So much fun. Isn't it like a lot like La Confidential? It's uh, set in that time period. I mm-hmm. think in like the forties or early fifties, maybe. Yeah, that kind of it's noir, but it's really colorful. Yeah, and uh. I know, you got to ask questions, and it was just like yeah, you got to didn't you get to interrogate and beat yeah, the yeah. shit out of people? It was oh. just like uh, Grand Theft Auto, except for there was a little bit more in depth stuff to find out. That's, you that's were, one of you the were best, a good guy. That's one of the best eras for like drama and stuff because the cops were so fucking crooked, but they were doing it for good reasons. <laughs> they wanted to keep crime out of the city, so the they co- people the, the, cop you were, the cop you were playing in that couldn't be less crooked. <laughs> really, it was Ken Cosgrove from uh, uh, Mad Men. That's, okay, that yeah, I mean. That's good and everything, but I, like I like the cops who like okay. If we're gonna take this for example, like um, Bud White, Bud White on Ellie Confidential, yes, okay, beat the dog shit out of people. But which one was he? Who played him? Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah, mm-hmm. very good role for him. Yeah, he looked like a brawler. He was fighting he around did. the world. Yeah. <laughs> him and Tuggy, Tugger, Tugger, Tugger yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that dude's really big and muscular. Russell Crowe is not that muscular. I mean, that's the thing. He's, he could be if he wanted to be. Well, he's he's beefy, he's, dude. He's but he's settled not. into looking like Eddie Vedder, though. Yeah, he really has. Very much so. Around the Gladiator time, he was pretty muscular, but nothing spectacular. You know what I mean? Like, but they didn't do. See I that? was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things about that movie. They forbade them pretty much to lift weights, like, like. Current people, you know what yeah. I mean? They said, we don't want you to look like that. We look like you could do shit. They had to go farm for six months to get ready. <laughs> no, they had to lift things. They had to do fucking like gladiator training and you toss know, hay. Yeah. It's like uh, swing swords. It's like the guys you see in the world's strongest man. They're not fucking ripped to shreds. Well, some of them are ripped to shreds, but the guys who are not on drugs um, are just big motherfuckers. There's this cat from Philly named Riku Kiri, whose chest is like 62 inches around. It's fucking mm. ridiculous. Say it again, but slower. 62 <laughs> inches. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we were muy simpatico. <laughs> Take that somewhere else. This is America. Ah. <sighs> Um, build that wall. Yeah, build that that's, wall. Did you okay? Did you see this where they showed pictures of a fence and say this is what we're building? And people were like, um, "We already have that. <laughs> it's everywhere." Yeah. No, it's going to be. I, I love the fact they cannot accept that they've lost on everything. You know, well, except that healthcare bill. Way to go! It's not yet. <laughs> No, it's so not going to. I love Bernie Sanders' reaction to it. <laughs> it's not getting through the Senate. <laughs> Did you see uh, Trump was talking to the uh, Australian Prime Minister? Yes, like, you have better health care than us. Everybody has better health care. <laughs> Australia has single payer. Yeah. Nobody pays for anything. <laughs> He's such a fucking dumbass. God. Uh, 
George Will. Let me see. Let's see if I can punch that up. I want to. I want you guys to hear this quote from George Will about Donald Trump. It is fucking hilarious. Anyway, Lex Luger, where do you rank him in the pantheon of all time <laughs> greatest wrestlers? Well, I mean, <clears throat> that was my era. Was that was my era too? That was a I mean, big Luger mark. Yeah, I was pretty pretty big Luger fan. Big Luger fan. Uh, Nobody brought more prestige to that United States title <laughs> than the title package Lex Luger. God, it's so awesome. I didn't like him anymore when they went to the WWF because I didn't have that channel. And every time I saw him, he was a dick because he was doing the narcissist thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that I like that, I guess, but it was kind of... We'd get like every three months, there'd be a Saturday Night's main event that we could watch. Yeah. And that was all I got from... He had the beard then. The fed. I don't think he had a beard. I think he did. You're imagining things, sir. At one, I, point, he wore, sure. at one point, he wore a headband and a beard. I think you're thinking of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Look that up. I'm I think looking. you're thinking of Ken Patera. He's not a hammer thrower for fuck's sake. <laughs> you might be thinking Ken Patera was a fucking beast. Lanny Poffo. He was an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. I think. I'm making things up. I don't know. <laughs> well, he was a strong man. Yeah. He, he wore a beard for a while. Let me see. I want to see. It's a pretty aggressive beard, too. Oh, he did, didn't he? Had been beard. They spelled Lex Luger wrong, too. A-R. <laughs> yeah. Lugar. Lex Lugar. Sounds like a character from a he's top, fantasy movie. I would movie. say he's probably top 15,000. Lugar. 000. Top 15,000? Top 15,000 wrestlers <laughs> of all time? Yeah. No way. Don't <laughs> 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 me. Don't bring that mess around here. There was, a, there was an old a clip of him and Bruiser Brody who, Bruiser Brody who could go off. And he apparently wasn't a big fan. He wasn't a big Luger mark like I was. And they put him in a cage match against each other. And Luger could feel it coming. And Luger climbed out of the cage and left. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him one bit. Bruiser Brody would kill a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and he got killed, I think. Somebody murdered him. I don't think they were ever found. Who killed Bruiser Brody? Yeah. Hmm. Bruiser Brody. I don't know what that's from, but it's funny. <laughs> oh, he did like a weird promo after uh, WCW got sold and everything. Oh. It was just bad, but it was still better than a lot of the other stuff he did. <laughs> Tell you, show you what I'm laughing at. What are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Like Religion's people. so dumb. I'm gonna get in line with my chakras. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I mean, that stuff's fine. Like but, it is. It's fine as anything else. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but like crystals and uh, and fucking. Uh, I have a Himalayan pink sea salt uh, lamp, and there's proof that they work. You know, I just have it on my computer desk. It's comforting. I yeah. eat the Himalayan sea salt. Yeah. It's not that expensive. I don't know that it actually does anything. I just think I like the way it tastes. It's good tasting. <laughs> Less filling. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes great. Uh, <clears throat> this filling. <laughs> I'll fill you, Hogan. <laughs> Wait. You'll feel the pain. Don't print that. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, his props. When he brought that that fucking trash can out And he smacks it It's fine off camera Macho man that appears to be a uh, Yesterday's newspaper (laughs) It's because Tito Santana Is yesterday's news (laughs) 
You think the Human Torture Act was just a dog shit finishing? It move? was dog shit as fuck. Like you especially, can't do much. Was it? So a, we'll was it an, especially was toward it a, the end of his career when the roids quit working because he took them for so many years and he couldn't actually get guys up in it anymore. He just bought roids in bulk in 1983 and <laughs> yeah. he, never, he, he never got through them on. They started yeah. losing their potency. Yeah. <laughs> God, why would you? About six pallets of roids. And it's like, let's discuss the guys who probably weren't on steroids in WWE or even in, re- in wrestling, it, period. Any of it. Uh, the blue meanie. The blue meanie was definitely not on steroids. <laughs> I, I will concur with that. Tugboat. Uh, tugboat. You know what? He might have been, but he wasn't I don't ripped. know. He's just fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, he was just big old fucking dude. He was a bar back, and he would just carry two kegs around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two full He's kegs. one of those guys that you just can't hurt. If you get in a fight with him, he's just going to beat your ass. There's um, nothing you can do about it. Earthquake. Earthquake was likely not on them. He was a big-time sumo wrestler. Was he really? Yeah, he was like one of the, the first <laughs> guy gen, the first white man. Hmm. To uh, become a master sumo or become a yokozuna? Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Uh, for some reason, I know this. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even like him. Thought it was bullshit. Horrible wrestler. Yeah, terrible. God, he's awful. Hated him. Um, him and his skullet. <laughs> they changed him to Shark Man or something. Yeah, he came over to the. WCW. Remember when yeah. Master P came in? And he had that big dumb idiot with him. Swole. Make it made everybody say, "Uh." <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. Was big Master guy. P, like, get the f- oh god, really? <laughs> Master P was he Purvis Ellison? I don't know what the fuck his name was. He was garbage as fuck. His whole record company. No limit to the bullshit we put out. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you take Master P down a peg. <laughs> yeah. Give him his comeuppance. He's been walking around 30 here years like later. A, <laughs> like a cock of the walk for too long. You've been holding that one in the holster for just the right amount of time. <laughs> Master who? <laughs> Excuse me. You talking about Bow Wow's dad? <laughs> yeah. Is it Bow Wow? Is Bow Wow? No. I think, no, I think Romeo. Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, well, who Jesus cares? Christ, this is garbage as fuck. I showed Aaron some clips of PWG last week. We were drinking <laughs> PWG's Pro Wrestling Gorilla, and it's a, uh, it's really meta. Like it's like, yeah, we everybody here's adults. We all know it's this is bullshit. Yeah. So <laughs> they did this spot where. Jushin Thunder Liger comes in the ring and he gets in the corner, puts his ass out, and he smacks his ass. <laughs> and, they, and, and it's like a big eight man tag team match. And and the guy's like, "What?" Are, and Jushin Liger motions with his thumb and tells him to put it in his ass. <laughs> so the guy runs over and jams in his ass, and Jushin Liger squeezes. Great. <laughs> guy's like, "Ah!" <laughs> then another guy comes in from from the other team and he runs up and jams into the other guys. Like anyway, it ends up with like eight people. <laughs> Maybe even with twelve. Thumbs yeah, that, there, yeah, there was probably twelve. With all, all with their thumb. They're joining in like a human centipede of thumbs and asses. And then Jushin Liger just walks around the <laughs> ring like this. <laughs> he's leading a train, and then he twists his hips, and everybody does like a, yeah. <laughs> a flop. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and then he pulls out a uh, a remote control out of his trunks and hits the slow motion button, and then everybody comes in to attack him <laughs> in slow motion. <laughs> And even the crowd is going, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, th- I find that shit funny. It's hilarious. It is funny. But Jim Cornette has a heart attack. You're breaking kayfabe. You're killing the business. God damn. You, uh, Are Brandy and Bill Bulky in there somewhere. You ever see the Japanese wrestler that uh, wrestled the blow up doll? Like did a yeah. full 
And it was like apparently pitch. amazing. It like was it, really good. He, and he could make the ball doll sell. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> Kenny Omega, he he did one with the nine year old girl. Yeah, that was awesome too. And made her look like a million bucks. Yeah. But like it, the purists are like it's bullshit. They should never be allowed to ring again. Yes, it's fuck. Everybody gets it. Everybody I, gets I don't. Yeah. I- <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. Fred said that he found one town where people still believe wrestling was real. Like the entire town was engaged in kayfabe. Marmette, that oh god, <laughs> that one night when we were down there. Oh, I didn't think. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think. Uh, who was wrestling Smokey C? Um. Oh, and then the guy broke kayfabe like in the middle of it and was yeah. talking and people were like, <laughs> we were doing commentary. I was like, I don't think you should be doing this. <laughs> These people are still in on it, man. <laughs> was there an old snap lady there? No. Well, the whole crowd yeah. was Oh, snap. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Is this a thing? Yeah. It used to, well, in Oak Hill, there used to be a, <laughs> They had like a weekly promotion. An old yeah, snap Oak lady. Hill. And she, she showed up for every recording. <laughs> And everything, and she would just scream, "Oh snap! <laughs> oh snap!" God, that's then awesome. There was the, then there was the deaf guy. Yeah, hey ma'am, he did the foreign object, <laughs> and he would just stand there and scream it. Yeah, he did the foreign object. <laughs> We're story. picking on these people. It's just it's awful. I'm not picking on. No, him. I'm just saying he's it, awesome. It's hilarious. This <laughs> a fucked up story. I was at lunch the other day, and uh, I was just eating. Eat my lunch and a deaf guy walks up. I mean, I didn't know he was deaf, yeah. but, but he walks up. And goes, yeah, you fucking yard, they're fucking your money. I'm like, what the f- what? That fucking yard is born yet. I'm like, why? What are you talking about? And he just pointed out my shirt and I looked down. I was like, oh, I have my fuck deaf people shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, it's just a shirt. <laughs> God, I hope that's real. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> that should be the pit right there. Oh man, that cleanses the old palate. Uh, I hate doing a deaf, uh, a deaf impression. Yeah, it's the worst. Like Marley Matlin. <laughs> Come on, Marley. I know you can't hear, but you got to mm. feel those things slapping out of there. <laughs> <laughs> was that when Stewie and Marley Matlin were roommates? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just walk around farting. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> the best one's when he's talking to fucking. Uh, oh shit! It's an old actor. The thing about Polanski was he's a perfectly punctual person. He keeps spitting on him. Yeah, chew your food there, chimp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just remembered. Um, whenever uh, my dad was real sick and he was getting ready to die. Um, we were all in the room with him, and he was just taking his last breath, and it was real. Everybody was real sad, and my mom was crying, my sister was crying, I was crying, my brother was crying, my dogs were crying, their dogs were crying, and then who but Donald Trump walks in as my dad takes his last breath, looks at the whole family, and says, "Congratulations." <laughs> And then just walks out the door. <laughs> I thought I was like, "Is this a one-time thing?" He's, apparently, he just doesn't know how to how to uh, 
He doesn't get the social cues like everybody's sad, everybody's crying. And he just congratulates like we're nobody's holding up a championship belt. We're not carrying my dad around on our shoulders with the Stanley Cup. Donald Trump just walks in, oh. congratulations, and just leaves. It just hit me like I, I guess I just repressed that memory. Now I know I've never been a fan of. I just, you know. What would it take for people to turn against him? Would they even turn against him if he walked up to a? And this is this is going to sound like a joke, and it might even be funny, but I don't mean it to be. What if he walked up and held one of those folded flags and gave it to the mother of a gold star soldier after being killed? And goes congratulations. <laughs> Do you think that people would be mad? I'm serious. Do I you think people would be mad? So hard. Well, I. I would laugh, but at the same time, be like, that's so fucked up. You know what I mean? And that's something he would do. He's so fucking clueless. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's something most, like that might happen. Like that. I mean, it has to happen. <laughs> I mean, and I'm if, not making, light, hope of, I'm not making light of that because It'll I know, I, because I know my, my next door neighbors. Um, they congratulate people whenever they No, no. Oh. They, they, <laughs> there was a kid who went to my high school, um, Aaron Angel. I know him. And he he got killed. In, yeah, you know he got kid, he in a helicopter accident. I didn't know him; he's a little bit younger than me, but everybody liked him. Everybody loved him; he's a great guy. And um, so, I'm not making light of that. I would never want anybody to think that. But I'm thinking, I mean, what's it going to take for people to see this guy for what he actually is? Because if you notice, when he did that to that soldier with the purple heart, <laughs> couldn't have been less interested in being there. Oh no! It absolutely. was written. It's a body language, fucking everything, written all over him. So disdainful. Actually, kind of jealous of the guy, if you really want to know, because that guy is a guy who is a brave guy. And he's going to lay his wife. life on the line. Yeah, and his wife was really pretty and all that stuff. And Donald Trump can't stand that shit because that makes him feel like less of a man. He does, if you notice, he doesn't like being around soldiers or generals or any of those guys because they make him feel like he's less. And they're right. He is less. <laughs> like, the whole thing with the Purple Heart with the guy handling the Purple Heart. I wanted a Purple Heart my whole life. This was much easier. <laughs> I mean, he's so fucking stupid. Your Trump impression is turning into Barney Rubble, and I love it. <laughs> Fred, Fred, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Dino's dead. Congratulations. <laughs> Flintstones. Yeah, we get it. We know. Oh God! Oh God! Damn it! Um, you guys think uh, fucking uh, what's that movie that's coming out this weekend that I want to see? Guardians of the Galaxy Two is going to be any good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty excited. Probably gonna see it this next weekend. Yeah, probably next weekend. Maybe. Uh, I wonder if, how much it's going to tie into like the Infinity Gauntlet and all that shit. I hear there's like five scenes at the end at the after the credits. Oh, really? Like they interrupt the credits and then they do a scene and then. It goes back to credits and they do it again. That's awesome. So they say to stay until the fucking lights come on. Well, yeah. Exciting. I like I like that the last one. I want to watch it again just because I only saw it once. I think once. I've been thinking about the DC thing again for, for one reason, though. Marvel has always been, in, in a sense, even though their characters are more realistic in some ways and stuff, they're a little bit more lighthearted than DC in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. DC are more colorful characters and there's some goofy stuff, but they're gods and they, there's just so much at stake, you know? So you think that maybe DC could use some, some lightning? No. If they go down the path I'm thinking of, cause there's a, there's an end 
they're both going toward their end. You know what I mean? Like they're both. Well, DC's just ramping it up and building into something. Marvel's reaching their end. They're not. They're gonna at one point. There's not going to be any more Marvel movies. Not for like five years. Right. Stan Lee is smart enough to know. Let's get out after everything's done. Everybody's going to age out. We can't do this anymore. Then they're going to do something else. You know. But anyway, what they're going to do with that is the Infinity Gauntlet. That's like their end game. It's kind of like the it's the big it's the, the it's that's the cute bracelet right in a sense yeah in a sense it's uh in a sense it's Ragnarok all the gods come together and there's this big war and you know people are gonna die um, but DC has an end game called uh, Kingdom Come and that's the end where Superman oh, oh! <laughs> no that's the end where it's in the future uh, Superman. Goes away, then comes back, and this like big, big biblical tie and stuff. It's pretty dark shit. To be quite honest, the comic book is very dark. If they're going in that direction with this, with what they're doing, I get it. I get what they're trying to do, and actually, it might be even genius if they're heading that direction. If they're not, they're totally fucking themselves. Like because the shit <laughs> is not good. It's not good. I like it. Come on, man. I do. I, I know sorry. you like I it. it. I know you like it. Don't be sorry, and I like it too for certain reasons, but. Like a, a lot of the scenes with Affleck as Batman were fucking great. That's just honest. They they really were. But the thing that bothers me uh, with that whole thing is they're just. I don't, I don't think they're they're not doing it right. They're just they're just not they're not going to win. Marvel's. Oh no, they're Marvel not gets win. the last laugh. They they took second banana to fucking DC for years. Because you for when I was a kid, you could ask somebody who Wolverine was. They know who the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? Superman, oh yeah, we all know Superman. Batman, yeah, we all know him. Even to a lesser extent, Shazam. You know, oh, we know who Shazam is. They didn't know who the fuck Cyclops, Wolverine, you know, any of the Marvel. Iron Man, Iron Man would have been, Spider-Man would have been one that everybody knew. Then Captain America, Iron Man, you know, down the down the line you go. So. I didn't know about any of them except for, I knew a little bit about Captain America, but I knew Spider-Man. And that's about it. I didn't know any of the X-Men. Dude, the X Men had some of the coolest storylines. Like they, they, they were the really the first Marvel comic to really scratch some adult territory. You know, they like they were mm. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first. <laughs> it was in the seventies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's a private dick? Who's a sex machine to all the chicks? Shaft. You damn right. <laughs> they say that John Shaft's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just talk about Shaft. <laughs> um. No, but they they had the Dark Phoenix storyline. They had uh, Days of Future Past, which was an Elseworlds story, a timeline thing. That's actually what they based that movie on. The good one. The good. The, you didn't see that one. I mean, I've only you've only seen, seen the one, one Logan, and it's X-Men fucking movie, awesome. Logan, and I think that's all a motherfucker needs to see. <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty. Fucking <laughs> yeah, they're great. putting it out in uh, black and black white, and white. Be because be cool it's a western. Yeah, it's be cool it's just black a western. Movie. If they put like if they fucking took made it on film and scratched it up a little bit, yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I think so. I'm down. I'd fucking go. <laughs> um, I, I think that movie is sheer brilliance. I mean, it, it is to me the best comic book movie. I think it's it's right there with the Dark, Dark Knight for me. I think and the Dark that, Knight's my favorite movie. Maybe 
the the Dark Knight the trilogy the Dark Knight oh, trilogy that's my that's, favorite. that's one yeah. movie too yeah it's my favorite trilogy ever yeah I'm pretty I'm I'm, I'm it on would board. be the Godfather but the Godfather three is so bad yeah it really is isn't it so bad Did I ever tell you my idea for the Godfather three oh my God we have to hear it <laughs> no never mind it's time no I'm serious. <laughs> I think it's a good. I, I, I think it's. A, I think it's something. To, I think this. Uh, uh, we might be digging somewhere where th- something that we're looking for. <laughs> use the catchphrase. Use, yeah. <laughs> no, you'll use it when I'm sitting there. Okay. No, the Godfather. Now we're digging where the catchphrase. You gotta use it. <laughs> He's gotta use the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> no, they had a golden opportunity to tell a generational story. If you're going to tell all of it, tell all of it. And uh, Sonny, James Conn's character, had a son, an illegitimate son named, uh, who's actually in The Godfather 3, played, played by Andy Garcia. Uh, Andy Garcia. Vincent Mancini. That's a smooth name. motherfucker, huh? He really is. He actually had a shoulder twin, though. It's really weird. Did he really have a yes, shoulder he twin? Did. They, they like. They took it off of him and everything. What was that really on weird. South Park? The uh, conjoined. Fetus. No, that was on Family Guy. Oh, the nurse. Yeah, the nurse with the throwing off my conjoined fetus mislexia. Yeah, but anyway, Michael had a son, and he was basically not even in the thing. What they should have done was had a turf war or a a struggle for for control of the family through the illegitimate kid. Vincent Manassini, who was Sonny's kid, and Michael's kid going to war at each other. (laughs) And, you know, then Michael has to deal with the fact that this lifestyle of theirs has torn the whole family apart. Have it end badly. You know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, maybe Vincent wins... And it's almost, anyway, dude. When you really think about that, it's almost a Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones esque story. Yeah. It's royalty battling for a throne. You can tell it that way. That's the way it's supposed to be told. So, yeah, Vincent wins at the end, kills Michael's son. Michael has to kill Vincent. He has to deal with the ramifications of him, his father, and his brother's actions through the whole thing, and it just tears the whole family apart. I like it. So, that would have been so much easier and better to tell. As opposed to that piece of shit they cobbled together. It was awful. They were involved with the fucking Vatican. And all kind of, who the fuck? Really? Who the fuck cares? Things really kicked up a notch over the last 20 years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you took an olive oil company into being <laughs> into killing popes? Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, how's an olive oil company your cover? <laughs> exactly, see? It you was dumb. Sanitation's always the cover. I think the only person to direct that to... Well, there are a couple people. I think in the hands of Scorsese... That would have drawn people out anyway. Like, just have Francis Ford Coppola write that and Scorsese direct it. The final chapter of The Godfather, the one that ties it all in together, the greatest gangster movie of all time, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Francis Ford Coppola. That sells it fucking self. I mean, you don't even have to sell that. People are going to come out if it sucks. And they did it first. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I think that my story idea is better. That's just... Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to look and see what all Francis Ford Coppola has done. He uh, directed. He wrote the screenplay for Superman. I think for the first one. I think so too. He's a big Superman mark, actually. Um, Mar- no, Mario Puzo wrote it. Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather, wrote uh, the, the screenplay for. Uh, 
He's, uh, he's produced a lot of his daughter's movies. His daughter's a good director. Dude, too. she's a great director. She's a shitty as fuck actress, but she was a great director. He's fucking done. Lost in Translation is one of the best movies I've ever seen. He's directed some dumb shit. Watched it. Oh, it's so fucking good. Bill Murray at his best. Like, he's... <laughs> he, he, you know scene. he directed Jack? Yeah, I mm. didn't know that, actually, which is just disturbing. Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah, that has moments. Keanu Reeves was awful in that. But let's be honest, so was Winona Ryder. It's yeah. just a fucking piece of shit. The only people good good people in it were uh, Anthony Hopkins. I didn't and, know he did the Outsiders. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Outsiders is good. Apocalypse Now, of course. Yeah, it's a good one. But he did one called Twixt, which is like a horror, a shitty horror movie with... Uh, oh, God. I forget her name. The young young actress chick. But it was it was bad. Yeah. And he, he still does stuff, though. But it's not ever really well, it's, good. He's never. He had a stretch there where he had a bunch of good stuff come out. Seventies and eighties was pretty. Common. Yeah, but Martin Scorsese has, to my knowledge, never released a bad movie. Shutter Island is about as close as you can say to being. A, Shutter Island a, a was bad. Scorsese pretty movie. fucking good. Well, um, but that's as bad as it gets. Yeah, he, Silence. Haven't seen it yet, but it's on demand now. It's supposed to be really good. It didn't get like. A, the big box office or anything, but I don't think any of his do except for no, they're art house movies like direct, uh, not direct, but the Goodfellas, the Departed, yeah. Goodfellas, stuff like that. Anytime he releases a gangster movie, there's a chance if it's ca- if it's flashy enough that people are going to go fucking see it. But it's people like us, like a, a new Scorsese gangster movie. Yeah. I'm fucking there, you know. If it would have been released in the theaters, uh, I wouldn't have seen Silence easily. Yeah, it's got uh, Kylo Ren in it. Beautiful bastard. That, he's a good fucking actor, dude. He really is. I mean, I can't wait to see what it they wasn't do released in Star theaters? Wars movies. Not wide. It, was, it had like a limited release because oh. it, it's a very. I'm guessing it's very niche. Yeah. They put out a new trailer for Dunkirk. Dude, Nolan's new movie. I haven't yeah, seen it's it gonna yet. Be, that I, I've read about that battle. Actually, it's not really even a battle. It's more of a slaughter. <laughs> the fucking Germans are again not to do the whole World War II thing, but they were just so much better than the rest of the world at fighting. You know? Superior equipment, better soldiers, all that. Yeah, that's what you get when you get a bunch of white people together, man. I'm telling you. Dude, reading about uh, in the in the Proud Tower, uh, Barbara Tuckman's book about the world before World War One, when all this stuff happened. Germany had a legit reason to think that they were going to take over the world. I mean, they they thirty years before the events, basically of World War One. They became a country like overnight. They were like Prussia, and then they were like Germany proper, and they combined to the, to the German Empire. And at a stroke of a pen, literally overnight, they became the world's largest land power. Oh. And they were, they had Germany's resources, which are considerable, behind the Prussian uh, military model, which is unstoppable. So th- there's no way they weren't going to be militaristic and fucking belligerent and successful. But they thought they were doing the world a favor. They're like, Germanic culture is superior. And they had reason to believe that. German cities were clean. The people were educated. They were like leading the world. Like, uh, German, I mean, uh, British philosophers and like thinkers and, you know, even people in like sciences and stuff like that would go to Germany and just feel inferior. Like, the whole populace is brilliant. That's one of the things they used to say about them. See, that. They're what was the best uh, the best quote about them? They're the best worst nation in the world. <laughs> it's like because they're so awesome, but they they use all their power for bad, you know, <laughs> which which was not true for a, a long bunch time. Of General Zods, 
Basically, yes. They're like Krypton going to take over fucking everybody. You know what I mean? And everybody, in a sense, everybody would benefit except for the Jews and, you know, a couple other people. Native Americans, if they took over here, which they were planning to do, like they actually had a working model of how they were going to take over the United States, the Native Americans would have been the next in camps because they modeled the Holocaust after what we did to the Native Americans. That's absolutely true. But you can't tell people that because they don't want to hear it. It's absolutely true. Hitler quoted the, you know, he quoted us directly. And said, well, the United States had a problem with a group in their midst, and they dealt with it quite efficiently. They've put them on the reservations and basically let them breed themselves. spot on Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was here. (laughs) God, his speeches are. You ever watched one? Oh, yeah. yeah, They're pretty. It's entrancing. Favorite things. Hitler's speeches. Like copper kettles and water. Maybe. Powerful speech. He knew how to whip a crowd up. Yeah. He could sell some steaks. Yeah. (laughs) He could put some asses in the He was always digging where the taters were. (laughs) Oh! Favorite thing. What's your favorite thing this week, Chuck? Um, Favorite thing this week. I'd have to say Barbara Tuckman. It's my favorite thing this week. Did you just read one of her books, or you just? I'm in the middle of one. Oh. Which one again? Uh, Proud Tower. Proud Tower. It's part of her trilogy about World War One. First one's Proud Tower. Second one's The Guns of August, and the third one is The Zimmerman Telegram, which is what it's about. Bob Dylan. His real name is Bob Zimmerman. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't think that would sell in the 50s. <laughs> in the 1950s United States. He might have been right. Like he's like, Coming to the stage, Bob Zimmerman. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> no, no, they're not booing. They're Jewing. They're Jewing. <laughs> <laughs> Jew, Jew, Jew. It's, they're cheering. Uh, they love him. They're all big Bob Zimmerman marks. <laughs> um, no, the book is great. The way she describes... Um, no! She is the most thrifty. You think they got Homer Simpson's doll? <laughs> <from Lex Luger? laughs> Fuck, I hope so. Oh, God, that'd be great. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, no, the way she's able, she's the most thrifty writer I've ever read because thrifty is in, she uses so few words to describe something completely. Um, I've like never heard Stephen King. Stephen King is not thrifty with his words. However, he's brilliant at it. I mean, there's different kind of writers, and she is so thrifty. And she's uh, there's different styles of writing. Like uh, Stephen King is he's he likes to he likes to describe things to a, a T, like exactly. And he'll go twenty pages of detail on something that you could describe in a paragraph. But he's good at it, and I will always read it. Barbara Tuckman I always read because I wanted to see she's so snappy. Everything is coming out like this. You know what I mean? And um, then you have a guy like uh, Steinbeck who his books are not very long, but they feel like they're long because he can, <laughs> no, and it's not. No, it's not that they're bad. Okay. It's that he's able to describe something so massive with so few words, but it seems like he's going into great detail, but he's not. And then you got a guy like uh, George. let you fill it in. Basically, George R. R. Martin is great at it's what I call miniature writing. Everything seems to be a miniature, even though it's really big. It's like you're looking at it through a screen, or you're looking at it like models. It's weird. It's hard to describe, but it's a really cool feeling when you're reading his work because 
there's such a sense of scale, but at the same time, everything's small. I don't know how to how to uh, how else to describe it. Speaking of George R. R. Martin, HBO is planning four, count them, four spinoffs. Spin-offs no shit, Game of Thrones. One of them will definitely be the Adventures of Duncan Egg. Duncan Egg. What the Dunk and Egg or Duncan Dunk Egg? and Egg? I like Duncan Egg. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I thought it was Duncan Egg. Yeah. Like a giant egg going through Westeros. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's just Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. All the whole king's horses and all the king's men. Yeah, killed Humpty Dumpty I and still then ate him. That would be the fucking Westeros. I like the version. idea that I've talked about before, and we elaborated on it earlier about the <laughs> the, the farmer, farmer who's always he's always oh, yeah. mending fence. <laughs> he's uh, he's tending to his cattle, and he's always d- dishing out like great advice <laughs> that nobody listens to. <laughs> like we were talking about today, he sees the column marching towards. Uh, Fucking, uh, where is it? The, the twins for the red wedding. Now, Rob, I don't think I'd go there for that wedding. I'm getting a w- hinky feeling. <laughs> I can't do a British accent. He's always he's always got a straw hanging out of his mouth. And when he talks, it bobs up and down. He's always looking over a fence. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he's like Wilson. He's Wilson. <laughs> Westeros Wilson. Yeah, I think it's a fucking brilliant idea. And uh, sold. If somebody wants to do that, just uh, give me seventy five percent of the profit, <laughs> <laughs> or I will sue you, dastardly. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Just always like telling, uh, like uh, tells uh, Tyrion, you know, it'd be a lot easier on you if you were taller. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares. Six things are fairly obvious. <laughs> Jane Lannister probably not a good idea to be fucking your sister. I'm just saying. How do you know that I'm fucking my sister? I mean, look at those kids. That's weird. <laughs> they look just like it's you. So weird. How did somebody else not pick up on this? He's the one that writes the zine for the for the yeah. town <laughs> of all the uh, yeah. all the uh, gossip that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's coming together. It's the invention of the zine. <laughs> He writes the graffiti for the, <laughs> yeah. which I've made no the gas. two appearances in. I've made a couple appearances in the gas as well. Have you? Yeah. Been interviewed? I think so. I don't know. Neat. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I've gotten some ink in my time, sir. <laughs> Nobody pays attention to this, but uh, <laughs> I write some shitty songs. Two years of this. We're people still- want to talk about it. <laughs> no, um. The Adventures of Duncan Egg, which is that, that's my, uh, profile picture on Facebook now. It's that kid in the hat leading the knight on the horse. It's about, uh, Duncan the Tall, which they've mentioned on the show quite frequently. Uh, as a matter of fact, they went into. They almost talk about it in masturbatory terms. Almost. Mm. Mm, they didn't call him Duncan the Small. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, but. Had a tree trunk for a cock, <laughs> that man. It's. They mentioned Aegon too. Egg, uh, right before Master Aemon dies, he remember when he's, he he doesn't sit up, but he said he's laying in his deathbed. And he's like, "Egg, Egg, I had a dream. It was terrible. I was old, and I could never get warm." And then he dies. <laughs> That's what Game of Thrones is good for: is just endings that are awful but satisfactory. You know, Master all my relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Maester Aemon uh, could have been king. They offered him the kingship. And he said, I'm not, I wouldn't be a good king. He said, I don't have it in me. Give it to Egg, which is Aegon. So it's all about this story about how uh, 
Sir Duncan takes him under his wing and teaches him how to be a hedge knight and all that kind of stuff because he's trying to teach him how to be a good king. And he said, the reason the Targaryens have lost favor uh-oh, keep going, is because uh, they don't know what it's like to live under a hedge, to be hungry, to be scared, to be uncomfortable. They don't know any of those things. If I teach him this, he'll be a good king someday. Hmm. And that's that's what he does, and it's fucking awesome. Like it's, but it's also a kind of a building history to uh, to Game of Thrones. Okay, because the, it shows you in great detail how the Targaryens fell, and they fell because um, Aegon was a great king. They called him Aegon the Unlikely because he was like fifth in line of succession <laughs> and a bunch of shit happened and he just became king. It fell into his lap. And like he was king a, Ralph. Basically, yes. <laughs> and uh, he was a great king. Everybody loved him because he was compassionate. He was kind. He was brave. And he was also just, uh, as in he would deal out punishments to people who were bad, and he did all the time. But then he had a son called Jaehaerys, and Jaehaerys was... He was a good king, but he was weak. And then he married a woman, and they had Eris, the Mad King. Okay. And at first, Eris looked like Aegon come again. Maybe not Aegon come again because he was like really quicksilver. He was his his emotions were like really all, all over the map. But he was a really great guy, and everybody loved him. He was a charmer, is how they describe him. But he just went fucking crazy mm. because. There's something that happened called Summer Hall. Like all these people were at this. It was the Summer Palace for the Targaryens called Summer Hall. Well, somebody knocked over a brazier, which you know has coals in it, burned the whole fucking place down, killed Aegon, killed uh, Duncan the Tall, killed everybody. Like, and it was the Targaryens couldn't get out from underneath it. So that's what caused. And then Eris went crazy. I mean, because they they just saw so much omen in it, like. Our line was meant to be destroyed. We shouldn't still be on this throne and all kinds of stuff. So Eris at one point was going to burn the entire city of King's Landing. That's why Jamie killed him. Okay. Because he's just like, burn them. Burn them all. <clears throat> Is all this in the books? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why Jamie, like, Jamie actually told, Eris uh, actually told Jamie to let Tywin Lannister into the city. Because Tywin Lannister was outside the city with all his armies. And Eris thought that. He'd come there to save him, but as it as it went along, he saw that that wasn't the case. So he like kind of like closed up in the red keep, and he told Jamie Lannister, he's like, "You're my king's guard. You're supposed to do what I tell you to do." He's like, "Yeah, I will." And he said, "Go out there and kill your father." And Jamie's like, "I'm not gonna do that." He said, "I'm your king. You do what I tell you to do." And then he said, "And then I want you to tell the pyromancers to burn the city." <laughs> so. Jamie yeah. did the only thing he Jamie was 16 So the only thing he He did the only thing He thought he could do He killed him So what book Does the show pick up on The show picks up on Game of Thrones The first book The first book Yeah Okay so is all this stuff Mentioned It's mentioned In past tense It's mentioned okay. in In flashback It's mentioned in Stories that other characters tell Which I love I, There's nothing so awesome As being Thrust in the middle Of a story that's why Star Wars works so well. Yeah. They tell you this big history, although they've completely fucked it by going back and showing how shitty all that shit is. You know, <laughs> I mean, 
<coughs> the Sith, Darth Vader, all that stuff. It doesn't really work unless you tell it exactly the, exactly how people want to, and that's hard to gauge. And George Lucas is not good enough of a storyteller to tell us that. Hmm. He's good. He was good enough that he could tell Star Wars and then The Empire Strikes Back, which he didn't even fucking write, and then Return of the Jedi, which was not a good movie. Yeah. So, The Empire Strikes Back is really the other than uh, this the, other than the new one, Episode Eight, or no, it's seven. Uh, it's really the only good Star Wars movie. In I like, my, in I like my the opinion. second one or the of the first trilogy. So episode. You mean the prequels? No. That's yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Shit. Okay. I like the Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, like, like I was saying, is the only good oh, Star okay. Wars movie. Okay. Those two okay. are the only really good Star Wars movies. Um, Star Wars is okay. Did not age well. Um, if you really go back and look at it with an honest eye, I got to be honest, you know, even though I love it. Return of the Jedi had a couple powerful moments with Vader, uh, especially redeeming himself at the end by throwing the Emperor in the pit and all that stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, the Ewoks and shit is fucking stupid. <laughs> That's just dumb. You know, let's be honest. The Galactic Empire with all that firepower going to be defeated by a bunch of sentient fucking teddy bears. Get the fuck out of here. It's not going to happen. You know, horrible. They are, but it's fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, no, they've got rocks and arrows. Ooh. You've got a fucking laser gun. I can go kill every teddy bear in that fucking village with one stormtrooper's fucking gun. I'm going to end this war right here, fellas. Line them all up. Bang. It's all fucking over. You know? So there's that. Then the prequel. What I miss? We're, we're in depth about Star Wars here, about why it works okay. and why it doesn't. When you had all that backlog of history behind it and you had... Vader's story being told secondhand, and you had all these other people's opinions about him. That made it more powerful, made the character more forbidding. You know what I mean? When you cut cut out all the art, all the the shadow of it, when you cut out everything that everybody didn't see, that makes it less less scary and all kinds of stuff. Some, you know, Game of Thrones, if they do it right. Because I was saying that it, they're going to do the adventures of Duncan Egg. What they could also would do, if I was a producer, I would tell the story of the Targaryens, do it a few seasons, and tell one generation from Aegon the Conqueror, which is the first guy to land in Westeros and, t- and conquer everybody. He's the one who forged the, the Iron Throne, taking all the swords of all the people he'd conquered and melting them with Beleriand, the Black Dread, with his breath, and having his smith hammer together that fucking chair. That's a fucking awesome story. Have him dealing with all the characters' ancestors. Torin Stark, the, the king who knelt, who was the king in the north, saw what he did to the rest of the fucking seven kingdoms, did the smart thing and fucking knelt and said, you're my king now, just don't fucking kill all of us. Mm. And the north saw him as not a coward. They saw him as pragmatic, but kind of a coward at the same time. And they said, well, he did the only thing he really could have done. How are you going to fight dragons? You're not. So everybody else tried. That's where they had the Battle of the Burning Fields and all that stuff, and he killed a bunch of people. And then Heron Hall, remember that from season two? It was a big giant castle that was like burned. Yeah, that was by Heron the Black, who was a uh, an Iron Islander who had conquered everybody and built this monstrosity of a fucking castle. The main hall itself had sixty two fucking fireplaces. It was huge. You could have fit every. You could have fit. The Great Hall from King's Landing, Castle Rock, Winterfell, and the fucking and High Garden in that fucking hall. That's how fucking big it was. And he had conquered everybody. Well, then fucking the day it was fucking completed, fucking 
uh, Aegon the Conqueror landed in fucking King's Landing. <laughs> and he started conquering everybody. And Harry the Black said, "Well, he can't. He can't breach these walls. And if he had a conventional army, he was fucking right." But he had he dragons, had dragons. <laughs> and they flew, and they, and they and then they burned it. And they said, "There's a story of Harry the Black and his sons sitting in that fucking hall as the molten's rock fucking consumed them." Hmm. And it's that's an awesome fucking story. You could tell that and make it awesome, but then you could tell that story and do one generation, and then the next generation, and then the next generation, showing the rise and fall of the Targaryens. That's a whole show. Hmm. You know. So, have you played any of the uh, Telltale? Game of Thrones Game games? of Thrones I haven't It's pretty great There's another uh, <clears throat> House that they don't mention In the show Gardener uh, not, uh, It's Based around their trees They have like the strongest Wood They make It's uh, not House Gardener It might be But I'm Pretty sure it's But I mean Look it up on I think it's House Gardener But I mean They they uh, Sell parts of their forest Or they give parts of their forest away Yeah For I love the interplay between the houses, like uh, yeah. House Tyrell wants to be the most powerful house, but they're second in everything, but they're really fucking powerful, too. Like Elena Tyrell, that conversation she has with Cersei Lannister, like on the last season, and she's just like, you know, we you've, you've pulled down both our ancient houses through your stupidity. And she's like, what do you, you know, she's trying to talk to me. She's like, you've lost Cersei. You've lost. Your power's broken. You can't do anything. That's the only joy I can draw from this whole sordid fucking mess. Yeah, Forrester. <laughs> Forrester, okay. Yeah. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I played one of them. You, you can play as different houses? No, you play, no, it's just another story. Okay. I played, there's five stories and I've played one. Does it, is it the same timeline as Game of Thrones or is it before? I think it's the same timeline. Okay. Yeah. There's so many cool houses that they that's a cool house. that they can't put on the show because yeah. it's just too big. There's too many. There's like, uh, well, of course, there's the, uh, the house of pain. <laughs> <laughs> there's the crowded house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bernie Mac in the house. <laughs> Well, there's so many. There's so many good ones. There in the South ones, you have the, the Baratheon family history is really cool. Then you have, uh, yeah, they're the kings of the Stormlands. They have this giant castle down there called Reverend Run Storm's End. <laughs> there's uh, the story of the Lannisters is really cool. It fits them because Lan the Clever, who was like the patriarch of the whole family, uh, tricked the Casterleys out of that castle, like. Fucked him for it, you know, basically said, hey, I'm going to make this bargain. Oh, it's mine now. Get the fuck out. That's something a Lannister would do, you know. So they carry that with them. And, you know, I just think it's cool the way they do that. And in the ventures of Duncan Egg, even though it doesn't reach back that far, it only it's only about 100 years before the events of Game of Thrones. And then it slowly takes you into that, you know. And then finally, the last one he's getting ready to write is about Summerhall. What actually happens at Summerhall. So I'm anxious to read that. Because Duncan the Tall is a great character. One of the best things he does is I've de- described this story before. Is he is in this trial by seven? He's going to fight a Targaryen, and um, at the end, the guy's a better. He's just a better knight. He was trained by a master of arms. Fucking Duncan the Tall. The only thing he's got for him is his size. He's like almost seven feet tall. Big old fucking dude. But he's a hedge knight. He's not been trained properly. He's been helped around by this guy Sir Arlen of Pennytree, and. Sir Arlen was a good guy And he tried to teach him But he's just a hedge knight himself So he's not the best at it You know what I mean He's a good fighter But he's not a great knight If that makes sense 
So they get into this fight. The guy knocks him off his horse and is toying with him in a sword fight. So Duncan, he says, I do the only thing I know. It's in his head, like the, the narration. He said, I do the only thing I know to do. I become a kid back in Flea Bottom, where he's from Flea Bottom, King's Landing, this fucking slum. So he grabs a guy, knocks him down, and beats the fucking dog shit out of him. Like, takes his fucking shield and slams it into his fucking head. <coughs> and then he opens up his fucking visor, and he takes out this knife, and he's like, yield. And the guy's like, I yield. You know what I mean? That's fucking awesome. It's just a good fight. It's pretty good. So... I can't wait for that because I know that's what they're going to tell. So, you know, so many good, good I wonder things. What else that. they're going to do? I, know, I mean, I'm pretty sure Duncan Egg will be one of them because he's yeah. so famous. Because all the fans like us are clamoring for that. We're like, we want to see that. We, you know, we've read that. But it, like I said, he's also written a, a history of the Targaryen family that's been a series of novellas. So that could be one That'd of them. That'd be pretty good, too. That's uh, Targaryen is uh, da- da- Daenerys. Daenerys and, yeah. uh, and John. John's Targaryen. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah, I'm, I just I think that I, I I remember when I first picked up those books twenty years ago, and actually reading an interview with the guy, I was like, this would be an awesome movie, but there's no way. It's just too fucking. No it it's too fucking hour. big, you know. I mean, they had a hard enough time filming fucking Lord of the Rings. Did they do that all at once, all three of them? Yes. Jesus fuck. Yeah. They were probably there for a year and a half. That was such a gamble. They were there for three years. Oh, Jesus. That was such a gamble for New Line. I mean, they they were big, but they weren't, we can risk that money big. You know what I mean? They were like, all right, man, we're going to give you this fucking money. These movies better be great. Weird Australian. It was like $300 million they gave them. And that's all the money they had in this. I think they had to borrow. And they were going to go broke if it failed. And I've told this story before that. Peter Jackson had never, had directed the biggest thing he had directed was uh, to this point was the Frighteners and Beautiful Creatures and the Adventures of Milo and Otis. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many dogs and cats died in the filming of that? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's a Japanese movie, actually. Yeah, I have no idea who actually directed it. <laughs> I just wanted to say the Adventures of Milo and Otis. God, that movie's so weird. It's narrated by uh, Dudley Moore. Oh, of course it is. God, it's so fucking gross. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but Fright- no, the Frighteners was awesome. Though. The Frighteners actually, the special effects were revolutionary. I love the, Frighteners. the special effects were revolutionary, especially back then. Like Weta had just be- become a thing, and they were digital graphics, all that stuff. But Beautiful Creatures was also awesome. And um, I don't remember it. It was. It's very strange. I've never actually seen it, but I've seen like stuff about it and stuff. And it, apparently, it's really cool. So but going to slap an awesome tag on it without <laughs> seeing it. But before that. He had directed a bunch of schlocky horror movies that were good. Like, all the critics loved him and all kinds of stuff, but they were low-budget as fuck. They were goofy, because he's able to meld, like he does in Lord of the Rings movies, comedy along with the horror and all that. He's, he's great at that. It's one of the best things Peter Jackson's best at. But that they sent an executive up to talk to him, and they set him in this trailer, and he was up filming in New Zealand. And he said, well, you take me to him. And he said, we don't do that in New Zealand. You don't understand this place. Helicopter is the only place you're going to fucking get in there. We don't have a helicopter right now. You're going to have to wait for him to come back. Mm. So he says, fine. He said he's in there for hours. And he said the longer he sat there, the more nervous he got. Because this is his job, too. And he's looking around, and the only things he sees are movie posters from all these schlocky horror films that fucking Peter Jackson directed. He's like, we just gave this guy $300 million fucking dollars. We're all out of a fucking job. He's freaking out. Then Peter Jackson comes in and talks to him and shows him the dailies, what they shot that day. And he went back, and he, he said he just smiled, went back to the to 
the guys who owned New Line said, We're, "It's it's cool. Everything's gonna be fine." Wow, you know, greatest movies ever made, and they've got a fucking point. Heavenly, are they heavenly creatures? Not heavenly, creatures. okay, heavenly creatures. Yeah. Dead or dead alive? Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. Meet the Feebles. Bad mm-hmm. taste. The Valley. That's not a lot. He hasn't done a lot. Lord of the Rings in the in the, which uh, was your favorite? Do you like Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Which uh, one's your favorite? The two Towers. I like that one. My favorite Peter Jackson Battle movie scenes. is The Lovely Bones. Apparently, he directed that. Yes, it was good. Apparently, it's great. It's really good. I like. Uh, I gotta be honest. I like Fellowship of the Ring. It's got Mark it's Wahlberg. Favorite. It's good. <laughs> this is Mark Wahlberg. Who come to my party? I'm gonna come to you. Give you a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> it's got Rachel Weiss or Vice or whatever. She's fucking smoking. Yep, it was good. Yep. I like that one a lot. But as far as I mean, I never saw his King Kong. I, saw I didn't see that either. I heard it was fucking awesome. Bored. You didn't like Fellowship of the Ring? No. Holy fuck! There's a lot a of movie. people that don't like it. That's the only one I saw. <sighs> and, I was and that's the only one they saw. My brother-in-law. I and love his that one. Got him bored. That's. Gay. I loved it. I liked it. And that's what they said. It's the prettiest one. It's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, but the Two Towers just a lot of fun. I was just bored, man. I, I understand. Maybe I, was I get it. In the wrong space for uh, no, it's not. I, I was twenty one. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand. It's I, you know. I, I never read it whenever I was a kid or mm-hmm. anything, and didn't give a fuck about it. Well, the only thing I knew about the Hobbit was the Bilbo Baggins song that Leonard Nimoy sang. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I Hobbit don't remember the Bilbo Baggins song. I got to be honest, well. all three of them <laughs> didn't care for it. You didn't care for the Bilbo Baggins song? <laughs> no, I didn't care for the Hobbit. Oh, um, really? I watched all three of them, and it was too much. They they built a trilogy around something that should have been one movie. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of unnecessary as, as cool as some of it was And a lot of it was really cool Like special effects And even some of the story I was just like Dude this is This is completely unnecessary And To be honest Game of Thrones Has ruined all fantasy for me Unless it's Stuff like that Mar- I, I don't give a fuck You know Sweet sweet fantasy <laughs> With ODB <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> Me and Mariah Go back with Piles of Potter <laughs> In the middle of the earth, in the land of Shire, was a brave little hobbit named all the fire. Long with height, fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole, and everybody knows him. Bilbo, Bilbo that's so fucking 60s My god that's 60s That is the best description of the 60s ever <laughs> Shoulder shrugs Those chicks are hot too yeah, They're 60s hot that's, They remain hot I mean they're probably dead now but Oh yeah They're in their 80s Yeah Fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah but that's the Bilbo Baggins song It's just as bad as you thought it would be <laughs> Worse. <laughs> I expected nothing, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> Lowered the bar. The, you had to dig a hole for the bar to be lower. Oh, uh, picked up uh, another favorite thing this week. Picked up something extra special on my weekly trip to Walmart. My bi-weekly trip to Walmart. Big, pay. big dildo? Well, yeah. Pick that up every week, Nudge. <laughs> you know you can use them more than once. <laughs> no, just using them and throwing them out, flushing them. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Slather them <laughs> fucking hand sanitizer? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Got a few dishwasher safe one. Never thought of that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I, glass one. Uh, in 
I guess in uh, anticipation of Alien Covenant coming out, uh-huh. uh, they released all the Alien movies on Blu-ray, Ooh. picked up a copy of Aliens, highly fucking pleased with it. <laughs> it's got the 1990 director's cut, which is way fucking better. Really? It adds about 40 minutes on. Jesus. Yeah. It was, dude, it had some shit in it. Like Aliens, that's not the first one, is it? No, Alien, Alien. is the first one. Alien. Ridley Scott directed that one. James Cameron directed Aliens. That's with Bill Paxton freaking out on it. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> rest in power, Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking rest in power. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where Sigourney Weaver's like, Hudson, Hudson, this little girl survived here for longer than 17 days with no weapons and no training. What you put her in charge? <laughs> Just freaking out. Michael Bain is fucking awesome in it. He's always deadpan, you know. Great guy. Plays a great soldier. Really does. Makes me think that he maybe was a soldier at one point. Um Bain, Michael Bain. Bean, Michael Bain. Um It had a scene like at first when they go in and then they get their fuck kicked at them by the aliens. Like in that one little hallway and then they run out and Sigourney Weaver drives that fucking vehicle in, saves them, gets them back in. They're trying to... This guy? Yeah. What the fuck is he doing? He's in like a weird movie there. Yeah, it's weird. Um, He's also in the original Terminator. But uh, they have a scene where they're like, they're trying to just keep the aliens out so they can just stay alive for the 17 days until like the, the Galactic Marines will come pick them up, you know? So they have got all these access points and stuff cut off. Well, they didn't. They just did a thing where the alien just got in. You know, it was like, and it, it was fine. It worked. It was good. But then they had a scene they cut out where they had these remote guns and they put them in two of the hallways. And for some reason, that was fucking awesome. Like they were remote and they and the aliens were getting in there and they kept fucking coming. Like they weren't scared. <laughs> and, the, and the guns were running out And they're all freaking out Like fuck it's down to 50% Fuck 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 And they're all freaking out and he get, picks up his gun He's getting ready to start fighting them And she's like wait they stopped And you know He's like yeah but Next next time they come up and knock on the front door And Sigourney Weaver's like lighting a cigarette shaking And he's like yeah but they don't know that <laughs> It was a fucking awesome scene dude I love it Dark Tower Yeah There he is. I want to do that. Rolling Death Chain himself. For thousands of generations, the gunslingers were knights. Sworn to protect us from the coming of the dark. These visions, as you call them. What do you see? I see a tower. The man in black. And the gunslinger. They're just dreams. They're not real, Jake. <laughs> There's another world out there. It's fucking awesome. I know there is. Who are you? It's I'm you. Batman. You're a gunslinger, right? There are no gunslingers. Not anymore. Why does the man in black want to destroy the tower? The tower protects both our worlds. If it falls, hell will be unleashed. 
He's like the devil, isn't he? No, he's worse. You can't stop what's coming. Death always wins. Ah, fucking McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. Your world might be gone, but mine isn't. You let that tower fall, billions of people die. Do they have guns and bullets in your world? You know, like Earth. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I love that. Did you tell the kid whoever walks with you dies by my hand? I will kill him for both of us. I do not aim for my hand. That's fucking awesome, Dad. It's sweet. His hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. I shoot with my mind. That was awesome. Do not kill with my gun. I kill with my heart. The dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's only going to be the first one, too. They're going to do a shitload of them. Well, I mean, they're going to have to because the only character I saw, there's different characters. Okay. The way it goes is Idris uh, Elba, by the way, is a bad motherfucker. Now. Yeah, and everybody was pissed. Like a bunch of Stephen King fans, like it's a black guy. I was like, yeah, so the fuck what? <laughs> Fucking Stephen King approved it. Idris Elba's awesome. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> was there ever like drawings or anything of him? Like, oh, absolutely. Punch it up. You can look. He uh, looks like Hugh Jackman. Is who he looks like? Well, you can't or have, Clint Eastwood. You can't, can't have Hugh Jackman in everything. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> you know who would have been a good one? To be quite honest, would have been uh, Russell Crowe. Would have been a fine gunslinger. Mm. Um, he's, he's a good actor too Yeah and he actually fits Kind of the mold He's kind of He's a little bit too big Gunslinger's a very lean Fella You know but Again I'm past the thing Where I have to have The character in the movie Look like the character From what I'm reading I don't give a fuck Yeah he does As long as like, He looks a lot like him Could be a Clint Let Eastwood type too They could have got Scott Eastwood Clint Eastwood's son Yeah they could have That could have been His breakthrough mm. Let me show you a good picture Of him if I can find one these are all Michael Whelan paintings. One of my favorite. Uh, Scott Eastwood. One of my favorite exactly artists. Exactly like a young Clint Eastwood. It's weird. There are a couple paintings where he looks handsome bastard. Yeah, no motherfucker. <laughs> Getting calluses from all the clanging and banging I'm doing. <laughs> Gosh, God, that's one of the fucking. Look at that. Mm. So I manly. I know. <laughs> Next time I squeeze a titty, it's gonna hurt their titty so bad. <laughs> 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 I'm getting a clue. <laughs> getting a raging clue right now. <laughs> raging clue. Uh, that's one of my favorite. I mean, I couldn't really find one. That's one of my favorite pictures of the guy. One of my favorite things uh, this week was is uh, Aaron introduced it to us last week on the show as a celeb jihad. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Anytime there's a a cache of naked celebrity pictures that have been stolen. Celeb Jihad gets them. Celeb Jihad gets them, and they have hilarious descriptions. Yeah, the descriptions are great. I <laughs> I saw a picture of that Ariel Winter Girl clothed. Yeah. Holy fuck balls. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is you- I didn't look for any pictures of her naked, though. I'm not going to do that. Well, I showed phone. them to you last week. How old is she? She's 20. Okay. She, but it's weird because you, if you watch Modern Family. Since the time it started. Since the time like it started. Up. Yeah. Yeah, she was like 12 when it started. <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah. That's a little. Don't like that. It's weird. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I was going to say, uh, in The Gunslinger, the first one, it's when he meets that kid, Jake. But then there's two more characters that become gunslingers. There's Susanna Dean, who's a... Well, her name's Susanna something else. Susanna Hoff. <laughs> I wish. Uh-huh. She'd be singing Eternal Flame. It'd be like yeah. the end. Um, a black lady in a wheelchair who has multiple personalities. It's really fucking cool. Oh, man, it's also creepy as shit. And then there's Eddie Dean, who's a heroin addict. And his brother... Uh, him and his brother run afoul of this gangster. And it's one of the coolest fucking scenes in the whole fucking thing. Because Eddie goes, steps through into this gunslinger's world. And he has to go meet this gangster. This, I can't remember his name, but the guy is like a goomba fucking Italian type. He's got these, you know, gangsters are fucking murderers. These guys are killers. They're not really scared of anything. And they've got guns. They're standing there. And then Eddie goes back to the gunslinger's world. I'm going to bring you through. You got to help me. And the guy, Roland says, okay. And he comes in, and the, it's the best description I've ever heard. They said they saw their death come walking through a portal in the wall. And fucking Roland just walks out and starts fucking gunning them down. Like in that. <laughs> like, pop, 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 throwing shells in, fucking killing them. They got machine guns. He's just hiding behind you. He'll roll out, fucking shoot somebody without looking. It's fucking awesome. It is the coolest fucking thing I've ever read. And um, where does he keep all of his ammo? He's got a gun. He's got an ammo belt. I mean, he's. But, but he makes his own bullets, too. <laughs> but what? Keeps it in his butt <laughs> Rammed right up in there Nature's holster <laughs> <laughs> Yes That's definitely it Right there <laughs> I uh, I just I think they're going to build Something And they're going to build that into, TV, into a TV show too It's going to be like concurrent well, Hopefully they don't put it on Like a regular network no, it's going to something like HBO, Hulu or Star, Netflix Hulu, or Netflix, something like that. Yeah. I want to see all the stuff. There's so much story to tell. Like, it's so big. It's an epic fantasy. Stephen King wanted to write an epic Your fantasy. Mom's an epic fantasy. <laughs> yes, she is. Your mom goes to college. Your mom, that movie is still so funny. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> it's just off out in the distance. <laughs> it's like, like I said, time unspecific. Like, they've got VCRs for some fucking reason. Uncle what, Rico has 2004? that has that cool ass fucking whatever that van is. <laughs> is it's got like extra van. It, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's got hookups for water and power and all kinds of shit. Let's see, I'm gonna Google what Uncle Rico's van. <laughs> Plus Uncle Rico himself when he throws that fucking steak at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Kip Dynamite might be the funniest guy in the whole fucking thing. Let's see what Uncle Rico's van is. Looks like it's a Dodge. <laughs> it's got its own website. <laughs> That's great. UncleRicoVan.com. I suggest everybody looking at it. Oh, you can you can have Uncle Rico's van coming to your event. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Here's the pitch. Are you hosting a corporate event, a trade show, convention, or private function? Looking for a unique way to make any gathering of people unique and memorable? Look no further. Our Minneapolis, Minneapolis Minnesota-based Uncle Rico's van, as seen in the film Napoleon's Dynamite, <laughs> is an excellent means of creating unique memories that will last a lifetime. You can rent the van to come to your thing. Which is better, Napoleon Dynamite or Gentleman Broncos? Napoleon Dynamite. You think? Gentleman Broncos is pretty great. Yeah. It's just it's weird. There, there's more. Maybe I should watch 
General Broncos game. more, mm-hmm. like ten more times, like I did Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, so I can quote it more. <laughs> I fucking love Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. I need yeah, a copy. Man. I need a Blu-ray copy. That's my next Blu-ray buy. <laughs> I love I'm Blu-ray. Buying Blu-ray. I'm Blu-ray in it. I love it. They're so much better. You were, oh, yeah. you were Picture against Blu-rays. So fucking yeah. I was, but now I'm you're so like, I, I for like, them. I like DVDs because I just have this tiny TV. Yeah. <laughs> I got this shit box that I got to watch. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like I said, DVDs look great on that TV. They don't look good on a TV like that. No, they don't. In a Blu-ray player on a HDTV, best picture. It's better than anything you're going to get from fucking uh, digital, in my opinion, that I've seen. My digital streaming sometimes looks a little bit wacky. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, it grains it's Just up. because it... it Coming from over the internet and crap. I never have to wait for that to load up. They'll play, and the picture's going to be great. I've got both Sherlock Holmes movies. I've got Aliens. I've got... Uh, what else do I got? I know, I've got quite a few. They're cheap now, too, if you get them. Yeah, they are. They're yeah, super... The Dark Crystal. I just bought the Dark Crystal. On Blu-ray? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Did you see Fucking somebody... Awesome. Uh, the Olsen twins showed up somewhere, and somebody <laughs> made them look like the t- those two girls from the Dark Crystal. It's a girl and a guy. But they, ma- they didn't make them look like... They looked like... The yeah, they really do. Whatever those things are. Dark they look like the awesome. Littles. It's so fucking awesome. So weird. So original. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> Uncle Rico's van. Let me see. Like- Number of miles from zip code 55408 times two. So, it's $2 per mile from that zip code. God, that would be a fucking fortune. Okay, so, if they have to travel... 500 miles, that's 1000 bucks, isn't it? Yeah, plus there's a fee on top of that just for the appearance. You, get, you pay them 2 bucks a mile. So. If I was rich, maybe. What's the zip code? 55408. 55408. So and it's seven hundred fifty dollars for the appearance, and then five hundred for each additional day after that. They want them for like two days. I bet they do okay with it. Um, yeah, it's a thing. And, and I'm thinking it's the actual van from the movie. No, I think they probably have. A I want fl- Uncle they Rico have a, to come. They have to. They have a fleet. I want Uncle Rico to come with it. <laughs> it's in a clip from Napoleon Dynamite. So uh, no, it's the people that rent the van to you. The people. That we're going to be uh, visiting there. Yeah, it's fine. A little weird. Okay, <laughs> Aaron showed me some something last week. What was that thing you showed me last week after, like that weird haunted house oh, thing God, where dude. they will rape you if you let them? Um, I can't think of it now. It's got to be in Europe. My, no, no, it's in. Uh, you sign a release and they give you a chance to give a uh, a safe word that that means they'll stop, and some people don't. They said, I don't want to say for it, so no matter what, they keep going. Yeah, give me a second here. Fuck that. That's that's. I awful. mean, they won't, they, won't, they won't go. And he tells they, They're you, not going like, to rape you or kill you, but you're going to have a rough time. Yeah. Um, it used to be, like, they'd go in there and they'd slap you and they'd water torture you. They'd shove things in your mouth, stuff like that. But it just, it got. Escalated. It's, yeah, you know, it's hard to I guess some people just kept coming back wanting Weirder shit done to them. He'll, he'll he and he videos it all because uh, lawsuits, legal guess, reasons. Yeah. yeah, and he sits down with them and says, "Hey, you don't want to do this. You absolutely do not want to do this." And just tries to talk them out of it, and then they try to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I can't stand torture. I can't stand. Not, I can't stand that stuff. Like hostile, no interest. I never want to watch that. Like I like. I've seen I bits it. and pieces of it. 
but knowing that they're and that's you know there's that level of depravity out there you know what i mean and i don't want to be party to that at all just has i, I have no interest in that I can't find it. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, I can't either. But it was, I mean, I wouldn't want to watch any of it. I just, but in case anybody else wants to watch it, it's just like this weird, fucked up, stupid, tough mutter experience for some reason. And they just, people, I just, I wish I can give a name, damn it. People just want to get the shit kicked out of them. I think it would be a cool thing, though, to do a, uh, Night of the Living Dead house, like find an old farmhouse somewhere. I'd love to do something like and, that. And, you know, that'd be awesome. And, like, you paintball the zombies or, uh, yeah. Yeah, you get you get like a paintball guns that look like real guns, and you you know you see how long you can last. If you last all night, and there has to be certain rules, of course, like you shoot a zombie in the arm, it doesn't count. You know all that stuff. You have to. It has to be a shot. It has to be boom. Yeah, but you could. They'd have to be wearing helmets or something. Yeah, so fuck, that's a good idea. God, you can't it. shoot him in the head. Well, they could uh, laser tag. Just wear the laser tag. <laughs> laser tag. Yeah, wear laser tag either. things around Cause the that, head because that would be silly. You know, people would be. Oh, that's so good. Maybe throw eggs because egg, it, it'll sting. But. Yeah. And just make sure the zombies are wearing eye protection, wearing their uh, PPE. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like such a great idea now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it collapses under the weight of its own. It's called McCamey Manor. McCamey Manor. Yeah. M C C. M C K. M C K A M E Y. Yeah. Manor. It's not, I mean, we watched like quite a bit of one of them. Yeah. It's, it was rough. It's rough to watch. And, I mean, these people are willingly do it. it. And it costs a bag of dog food to do it. So you just bring in a bag of dog food, donate it to them, and they'll let you be tortured. <laughs> yeah, so they're not stupid. even making this money is off This fucking stupid. <laughs> people will just do dumb shit. Yeah. Have you guys and seen? And it's all white people. I'm sure it is. <laughs> that is the white people, white people of white people stuff. Have, have you guys seen that couple that played that prank on that kid on their kids? Oh yeah, the uh, the father of five, daddy of five, or whatever. Yeah, they had this that? YouTube channel where all they did was they pranked their kids, and a lot of it's just innocuous. But then it sort of turned where they were just sort of picking on one kid, and uh, like they and they would like fake that he's getting in trouble. They'd scream at him and holler at him and, and cuss him, cuss at him and shove him and all this shit. And then they'd be like, "It's just a prank, bro. Can you not take a joke?" And the kid's screaming and crying like, "I hate that's, this. That's fucking terrible. I wish you just fucking leave me alone." That's fucking terrible. They took the kids away. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. Thank <laughs> God for that. It's one thing to prank, but like when you're actually that's fucking that's abuse. Torture. Yeah, yeah. They took the kids away. Not all of them, I don't think. Yeah, it took like two of them. Two of them and uh, shut down their YouTube channel. Because if if that's what they're filming, I wonder what else they're doing. Well, like the yeah. one the one that that uh, went up was uh, she took invisible ink, the disappearing ink, and sprayed it all over this kid's bedroom. Okay. And she's like talking, oh, it's going to be so funny and all this and that. So, you know, you're like watching, oh, they're going to prank this kid. But then she just starts going off, like cussing, telling him to get his ass up. I mean, just tearing him up. He runs up there and he's in tears crying. And she's just screaming at him about this ink being all over the place. Well, I didn't do it. I swear. I, did. I swear to God, I didn't do it. This little kid's like that, you know. And then uh, out of nowhere, she goes, ha, pranked you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's some terrible. family guy shit. That's some Peter Griffin <laughs> doing the Meg terrible. shit. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. This is it's fucking brutal. But uh, once the once Reddit got a hold of it, 
Reddit doesn't. Reddit's weird, but they won't put up with that type of shit. No. Like don't and don't. Oh yeah, they started calling the CPS of the of that area. Oh, that's and neat. Sending, good for them. Sending links to videos. Yeah, that's good. Good for them. Yeah, and I, yeah, and like it's we were just pranking. It was just play, uh, not for like a fucking six year old kid, man. When you're when you're a little kid, six? everything yes, is a big fucking deal. Like they they gave him a new iPad and. The older brother started breaking it. I didn't see these. And it turns out it wasn't like a real iPad, and, or so I don't know. It was just fucked up. It wasn't cool. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not. I only saw I'm not the down one. With that shit. Fuck that. I saw it on fucking dumbass somebody's channel, and they were like, "Yeah, this stuff is not cool." And you know, but there's groups of people out there who <laughs> they'll defend that shit. To joke, bunch of snowflake kids. People were joke. People were defending it, like in the uh, comments of the actual YouTube video. Like it's hilarious. Like, but these people must just be terrible. Yeah, they're they, this, they're, they're, they're god awful, fucking just terrible. Just the fucking worst. Like people that have n- probably been bullies their entire lives, and nobody ever smacked them across the mouth. I, I get that idea. That's a lot of people on the right wing that are that have been bullies, and they. Their lives are great. Like they're boys who have never gotten their comeuppance. You know what I mean? Yeah, they never. Nobody never. Like that Amiri King guy. Yeah, I don't. I've only seen a few things. Somebody like needs that. to beat the fucking dog shit out of that guy. I, was, uh, I would like to volunteer to beat the dog shit out of Amiri <laughs> King. Volunteers tribute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, no, I, I saw a few things of that guy, and like, I, I, I just met, turned my settings to where I never saw anything his, his again. Because yeah, was, I did that too. It was Same. stupid, and like the one I saw was him talking about how like, he'd whoop Ronda Rousey's ass. Like, first of all, she's a woman. Second of all, no, you yeah, could. She would fucking. She would put you on your head. Yeah, she would I don't crush know this that guy, guy. Apparently, he he like holds his camera out here and walks around. I'm big dumb redneck. Then he switches camera angles and edits it. Real oh, quick. that guy. And I think I can. Okay. Burr, burr, burr. Um, and all these liberals. No, he's fucking stupid. Oh, you snowflakes. And he's a racist is what he is. He's a fucking hardcore racist. You can tell. I mean, it's just, he's that. He's a dumbass redneck. He's, he's everything that Americans want to be right now, <laughs> but are slowly falling out of love with, because this thing with Trump is, it's tanking. Have you guys been keeping track? I mean, I've, I've heard, I've, it's really tanking. I'm not so. I, I, I don't. I don't. They don't defend him on Facebook. Like support for Trump on Facebook has fucking vanished. It, it really is, has. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I put up a post the other day, uh, wondering if anybody would uh, say anything about it. I said, uh, since uh, running the government like a business is going so swimmingly, I bet a lot of people <laughs> start running their businesses like a government. And yeah. Nobody, nobody said anything. I figured that would get some. Some I put up a couple up. of things. Like I put up, I put up something, that, and nobody like John put up some uh, some reasoned arguments about things. But that's just John. He just wants to have some discourse and and learn. And you know what I mean? That's that's cool. I like that. I haven't had a single person like try to call me down or you know all this and and you know try to argue with me because there's no argument. There's no argument you can fucking make for some of this shit. The healthcare thing, I guess there's an argument, but the allowing religions to be part of the governmental process, that is so fucking wrong and fundamentally wrong. How the the fuck, yeah, how the fuck can you defend that? And the only, and the only defense of it is, is some dumbass saying, well, Jesus this and Jesus that. That's the only fucking defense that they have. 
because that's the only defense that's going to hold any water to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like because well, even even though even they have some rational moments where they're just like, well, well, you know, but Jesus, that's that's what it's going to be. It's all it's just a big but Jesus. Our country is that no fuck you. It's all just a big butt Jesus. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Jesus' mm. butt. <laughs> you know Jesus didn't have a big butt. <laughs> he might have. He never mm. lifted anything heavy in his life. He yeah, was, didn't he was squats. The God, si- didn't know squats. Didn't know squats, bro. Squats. <laughs> <laughs> the king of quads. You trying to tell me King Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> you trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't squat four fifty? <laughs> I can squat more than Jesus. <laughs> Piss a Christian weightlifter off. <laughs> I bet you I can bench more than Jesus. You bet remember you the Christian bro, power lifters? Fucking bird chest Jesus. <laughs> like the power team? Yeah, the power team. Yeah, the team. shit they could do was really impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Break 21 baseball bats across their fucking knees, then snap a pair of handcuffs. I was like... <laughs> It's not functional, but I mean, <laughs> it's pretty cool, I guess. I bet you some. I bet you somebody else I know could do that. Bo fucking Jackson could do that shit. <laughs> not break a sweat. Wham! <laughs> Remember uh, Glenn Bragg? He was a big jacked motherfucker. He played for the Reds. One time he swung and missed, and the the bat hit his back and broke. Yeah, he pulled it back around, looked at it. Like, oh shit! <laughs> was he all juiced up? I don't know. I mean, probably he was yeah. a big old some bitch. Yeah. Glenn Bragg. I wonder what happened to old Glenn Bragg. He probably he probably hadn't had to pay for a beer in Cincinnati in twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that he was on the team that won the World, World Series. Whatever happened to Big Hurt? Frank Thomas. He's yeah. a, he's shilling male enhancement supplements. Uh, Is testosterone he? boosters? <laughs> chilling late night TV. Played football at Auburn. Tight end. Really. Mm-hmm. Did he play baseball too, or is that just something? No, he played baseball too. I was going to say that's a weird sport to just pick up and be awesome at. Well, he was because he was fucking huge, awesome. fucking enormous. He was a fucking great fucking hitter too. Yeah, he was. Jesus Christ! I remember they had that home run derby, and King Griffey Jr. was doing real good, and Frank Thomas got up and knocked a couple of them onto the fucking moon. Like it was King Griffey Jr. If he hadn't had so many injuries because he didn't do steroids, yeah, I know. Come back. That's what I'm saying. He didn't come back so quick. He would be the proof that you could have been. A, yeah, proof that you could be a great baseball player without taking enhancements. He would easily have been the best of all time. You think? Yeah. He was better all around than everybody. I'm not a big baseball mark, though. I don't. I was back back when Junior was. I don't know. Do you stats, remember the so. King Griffey Junior Super Nintendo game? Fuck yeah, that game was God awesome. Damn, it was great. I think they released one for the sixty four too, and you could play in the Field of Dreams. Field, really? yeah, it's neat. That's yeah, awesome. it was awesome. Let's talk about Field. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner come out and play catch with his dad. That is the best. You can tell that James Earl Jones is a big baseball mark. Yeah. He's been in two. So we're going to use Mark now all the time? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. I'm down with it. <laughs> Let's get into it. I'm a big Mark for using Mark. <laughs> I'm a big Mark Mark. <laughs> um, you know, he was in uh, He was in Field of Dreams. Was he in Eight Men Out? Maybe not. Maybe no, he was out. not in Eight Men Out. That was a great movie, though. Is it the best baseball movie? Oh, God. That's a tough hard, call. Hardball is the best baseball movie. <laughs> Keanu Is that Reeves. with Keanu? 
Teaches a little black kid to pitch with headphones what on. People can't teaches hear radio. is my disdainful. <laughs> teaches my. radio to pitch. It's a prequel to radio. God. Did you ever watch, <laughs> there's a deleted scene from radio where he just goes down, where he's walking through the stands, and he looks, and you see somebody's hot dog, and he just walks over, picks it up, takes a bite out of it, put it back down, and walks, walks on down the steps. <sighs> Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they cut it from the movie. How do you cut and well, they should. That's terrible. <laughs> I found it endearing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the best baseball. Field of Dreams is probably the best fucking baseball movie. You think? Bull Durham or... Uh, Major League. The Major Natural, League. Major yeah. League. Major League 2. Major League 2 was dog shit. It was okay. But, you know, Omar Epps is no Blade. No, no, he is not. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> um, run, play like Mays, run like Hayes. Fucking, what else? Uh... There's so many. There's the natural. There's not a lot of good football movies. The natural butchery. Have you noticed that? Uh, uh, remember the Titans. You know that he still uh, does all of the uh, uh, Darth Vader voices in the cartoons and shit. Yeah. He did the voice. He did the voice in Rogue One. Did not know that. Uh, what about football movies? Remember the Titans. Um, mm, I don't like every it. given Sunday. Any mm. given Sunday. I thought it was all right. Um. Rudy. Rudy. I liked it okay. Yeah, it's okay. fine. Rudy was offsides, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie, Rudy was offsides. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who were they playing in that? I remember this for some reason. Texas? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. I knew I knew they both had the same colors. Mm-hmm. Um God. See, okay. Are, for I somebody mean, North Dallas do 40. You, I haven't seen that. Um, and the, the one that Adam Sandler remade, Longest Yard. Yeah, I like the that original one. was good too. Yeah, it was. Okay, let me ask you this: Are you a big college football guy? I I watch West Virginia. Okay, play. So you don't? I don't really. Is it the same as it. baseball? When you hear like you're a big college football guy, aren't you? I used to be, but now I just watch the Mountain. <laughs> well, some people when I start talking about conferences and stuff like that, that's my baseball. You know what I mean? Like, I discuss the strength of conference. I can tell you who's good. I can tell you. You know what I mean? I keep track of it. I used to keep track of it hardcore. I did, too. And um, I would pick teams, like, who I thought was going to go do good that season. Like, look at them on paper and all that stuff. And love that. You know, I kind of miss it. Because now I work every Sunday. No, I'm going to be off. And probably. No, College work, football's on Saturday. That's what I mean. I work every Saturday. So. Um, and I just that's my but that's my favorite time of year. It starts getting cold. You're getting cool, and it's just football. You feel football coming on. That is the best feeling in the whole fucking world. Yeah, I like it. I still. I mean, I, I should watch more, but I just don't for some reason. If there's if okay, we all love WVU. If you don't like WVU, who are you watching? <sighs> I always liked Auburn for some reason. I like Auburn. I used to be an Auburn fan, actually, like over WVU. We all go through that stage. Like, I don't have to like West Virginia just coming from here. Fuck you. Yeah, you do. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anybody. That- I like Bama. I'm a big Alabama fan. Yeah, because fucking they're just so fucking good all the time. Yeah, I like them because they, they are the great leveler. Like that year that Notre Dame was supposed to be so good. The year they got Manta Teo and stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I got into I got into an argument with a guy because he said that he was a Notre Dame fan and said that they were going to win that football game. And I knew 
what kind of team Alabama had. I said, dude, they got no chance. He's like, <laughs> like what you, we're, we're ranked number one. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what you're ranked. Alabama's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> He's like, why? I said, because they're fucking Alabama. That's why. <laughs> I said, they've got the best water boy in the country. They've got five-star fucking players waiting to fucking get on the field. You guys have a shallow depth chart. You don't have anybody. You've got one fucking player. That's basically all you got. <laughs> what is that? Oh, well, yeah. No chance. <laughs> 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 That's what they should have played yeah. when Alabama walked no in the fucking field. All walk out. No, I remember I was working at Hooters, and we there, for some reason we have a large, obnoxious uh, group of Notre Dame fans. So I got the girl behind the bar, Justina, and I'll never forget this because she really got into this. She have a set of knockers on her. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> kid awesome. That kid walking in. Um, yeah, she did. She was built like a brick shit house. But anyway, she, yeah, she was awesome. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I took her aside, yeah. and I had to work that Saturday, or I can't remember if it was a Saturday. It was a bowl game, of course, national championship. So I took her aside and I said, Justina, here's what we're going to do. Like, this place is going to be full of Notre Dame fans. We want to get out of here. So here's what we're going to do. Every time Alabama scores, and it'll be a lot. <laughs> she's like, who's Alabama? I said, guys in the red. <laughs> when they score, I want you to yell at the top of your lungs, roll time. <laughs> and every time they scored, God, it was it was priceless. She'd go roll time because she was an ex cheerleader. It was fucking awesome. And I put up on the back where we have the hood, that big silver thing where they used to put stuff up. I put a big sign, roll time. <laughs> they were beating the dog shit out of Notre Dame. You were everybody got up and left. You were actively trolling all these. People. Manager got so mad at me. It was just like. You drove all these people out here and said, you fucking ain't right, I did. They needed to fucking get out there, Notre Dame fans. For me, okay? And that's going to be right back over here. Oh, no. Best scene ever from any documentary. Oh, God. I've been waiting for this. Okay, I guess. Okay. You want, me you want a little coffee or what? Huh? Oh, God. Huh? I think I'll be good. Some more? Huh? Try not to get it on the rest of my table here. God, huh? this makes Can me Can you sad. do that? Huh? I'm nauseous, though. You're going to get Vince. sick? That's a possibility. Huh? Oh. Huh? Oh my God! He's, he's gonna! He's gonna! He's gonna! He's coming and puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna! He's gonna puke! And he couldn't puke. <laughs> he couldn't. What documentary is that? Fucking dude. Draws was awesome. He got dropped on his head, and I can't walk anymore. What documentary? That's awful. Uh, you never seen Beyond the Mat? Okay, no, I guess I have. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say, you son of a no, bitch. No, I have. I don't it's remember the that. best wrestling documentary of all time. Did he get hurt in that? In this movie? No, he had a few years. Did he? He was part of the new LOD. He was part of the yeah. Actually, they yeah, actually brother. had a chance. Yeah, dude. Dude, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. Do you think who would have sold less in a match? I don't know, dude. Hulk Hogan and the Road Warriors. Oh God! <laughs> That's why you have Shawn Michaels in there. Yeah, he knows. yeah he'd be selling for both of them. They'd, they'd hit each other, and the shockwave would drive them off his feet. <laughs> <laughs> fall in the front row, do a backflip. 
<laughs> They're so powerful. <laughs> My God. Aaron, you got a subreddit of the week? Yes. Fucking A. Fucking A. Can A. What do I want to play this week? Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> what do I want to play? What do I want to play? Let's go for some. Don't worry, I'm getting there. What's the name of that wrestler with the butt, the finger in the butt? Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. God, I don't even know how what to. What are you, Luchador? No, he was a Japanese guy. Yeah. Remember Evan Courageous? No, but it sounds like something I'd love. <laughs> he was a shitty wrestler, but he has like the best body. He's fucking chiseled out of ice. Mm, I'm still trying to find stuff, something to play here, guys. Let's look at this. Let's try that. I haven't listened to these guys for a while. Who is this? The Gaslight Anthem. Fucking love this. It's fun. It took so long to get in the back of my feet. It takes so long to find the words in the beat. R slash unexpected all. <laughs> like all. <laughs> Okay. I'm ready. Feelings got the reasons you know. But you've forgotten somewhere riding the train. Oh. All you have to do is step outside. Stop pacing around and waiting for some moment. Might never ride. This isn't all. This is. But you're never. Oh, wait a minute. He's being chased by. Chased by, I've seen that clip before. I've been chased by a leopard. Oh my god. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> See what you mean. In the Oh, it's another kitty playing with. Oh. <laughs> Aren't cat videos like the biggest thing on the internet? Yeah, they're, they're great. Fucking shot. Oh, fuck that. Oh, <laughs> That's a great white chase of this fucking guy. Look how cute the bull- shark is. That's a bull shark. Hey, just rubbing on him. Oh, he was scared and then he wasn't anymore. <laughs> he just wanted his belly rubbed. Oh. He's ate his head. <laughs> I love these. This so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what was <laughs> 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> the Gaslight Anthem, you guys. They got some good albums out there. Anybody got anything else they want to yammer about? Seems like this episode went by fast. It's a quick one. Almost at two hours. Anybody got anything else? I think it's it. Want to uh, fucking ramble about anything? Alright, it's episode 105 You bunch of fucking shit dicks Everybody can go fuck themselves The hill turn continues I hate every one of you I want you all to eat shit straight out of my ass Uh, You're all weak You're all sheep You're all a bunch of Pencil neck 
pickle sniffers. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I love you. Good. <laughs> Goodbye.